0: Seem to have forgotten what time it is. Could you could you please tell me what time it is? Of course I can. It's time for regular features. Good evening and welcome to episode 143 of the Regular Features Podcast. And tonight we're joined by a special fish. <laughs> All oh. fish are special. That's 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 not true, Stephen. <laughs> What's so special about this fish? Is it the fact that I own it and yeah. you've taken ownership of it's it? Really it and, thick and and it's really big. And you've squishy. rubbed off on that fish a little, Steve, yeah. I find. It's, not, it's, I it's think, slightly powdery because it's rubberised.
1: You've been rubbing off on this
0: fish, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, it's a oh, lovely good. fish. Good Lord. <laughs> so, um, me... Maybe if I was a reader at this point, I'd be frustrated by the talk of a fish—fish mm. fish that I, for one, cannot see. Can you not? Well, it's,
1: because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a large rubber fish that looks quite similar to a billy bass, and for some reason, Steve had it in his room, so I just picked it up as I playing with it.
0: So I took—I told you to go with Gav to the shops, and you sold him and bought back a fish.
1: <laughs> Is this Jack and the Beast talk? Are we in a, a, a underwhelming Christmas panto now? Is that where we've ended up with our careers?
0: I just want you to explain what you've done and what's the, what the point of this fish well, is. Well, I
1: can't tell you what I've done or what the point of this fish is, but I can tell you something else that's related to a fish. Um, my girlfriend and I ended up in a B and B.
0: It's very misogynistic um, to refer to women yeah. as fish. It's yeah. not, it's not a, that's pretty old school. Also, right? B and B—that's two bees. Yeah, bees on fish.
1: Hey, didn't your mum ever teach you about the bees and the fish? <laughs> the bees and the fish.
0: <laughs> Jesus, Stephen. No wonder you turned out so messed up. Whoa. Is that homophobic, log? Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we we're pressing all of us. Edgy as fuck. This episode so far, we've hardly even begun.
1: But listen, she so went to this B and B, um, and it was called June's B and B, and it was uh, it was near like Cambridge or something. And apparently, it was just insane. Um, they had, the windows were all covered in newspaper. And when they went into their Was that bathroom, a
0: design decision or to...
1: I don't know. I think, I think it turned out there was decorating going on, but I think inside initially it was just like, are we actually staying here? And um, yeah, they should have turned away, but they didn't. But they went in and they stayed there. And uh, in the ensuite bathroom, they opened up the bathroom and her friend went, oh my God, you've got to come and see this. The bathroom wall was covered in variations of Big Billy Bass
0: fish Holy fuck.
1: There wow. were about wow. ten of them.
0: And, and their motion sensor. did they all turn to her as one oh, oh. and sing slightly off beat? I what wish if they, they did. What if they all turned to her and didn't sing? Oh my god. I, mean, <laughs> I think that my girlfriend. she started singing on control <laughs> in the voices of ten dead
1: fish. <laughs> Have you seen that film? It's really weird. <laughs> I know she was confident she was gonna be able to get like an amazing video out of it, but then all the batteries were out, which I think is just cruelty
0: to animals. Oh Well you wouldn't leave at least some slightly drawn out batteries in or worn out batteries in, just so there's nothing better than a big mouth Millie bash. What the words? Millie bash. I'm I'm Millie Bash there's nothing better than a big mouth Billy Bass singing on low batteries. Mm, yes, we have seen it. It goes all demonic and, and uh, YouTube viral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, June's B and B near Cambridge. There, uh, has Harry, there
0: been? A, yeah, sorry, has there been a viral YouTube video of a slowed down big mouth? Yeah, Billy Bass? Uh, it sounds like uh, it's possessed by Satan. It's oh. genuinely, or the Satan terrifying. of fish. Yeah, well, that's probably one of those deep-sea angler fish. <laughs> I believe that,
1: that, that uh, we have one Satan for all for creatures, great and small. Satan is also the Satan of fish. Yeah, we'll and all be people. down there together with uh, animals in hell, so King, be nice to animals. He must
0: get pissed off when he's bargaining for the souls of fish. He must feel like he's underselling his <laughs> work schedule. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's a Billy Bass uh, B&B. Uh, my girlfriend described it as a bit sex-trafficky, so check it out. Oh, cool. It's all right.
0: What she reckoned the fish had been lured there. No, there were lots of <laughs> streets. There, were, there, <laughs> was, there, was, um,
1: there was a couple of a room where a couple of men was apparently staying, and it had a very large padlock on the outside of the door. Oh. Uh, so I think it was a uh, yeah, Cambridge.
0: Fucking hell! Love it, love so, it, love it. So, so, it. Doors that don't open. You have to cross off the room on your map. It's a terrifying <laughs> game as <of> Silent Hill. <laughs> it's time for Steve's regular feature Steve's amazing sex tips whoa as you all know
1: oh man you really kind of did the one too there I thought it was just going to be Steve's amazing sex oh and I was like that's not going to be
0: much fun for the readers is it no uh, it would be fun for you guys well you guys have oh. already
1: had sex in the podcast once and so it sounded
0: pretty yeah. crunchy pretty delicious Um I'm, I'm still rebuilding my jaw after <laughs> eating you out so ferociously <laughs> Oh dear. Well, <laughs> as you all know, I'm a big fan of sex. I have sex all the time. I'm a sexual object, being, an object, and subject, and project, and reject. Never a reject. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, it's good, and I've gotten really good at it. Mm. Like, I don't know if you guys know See, it's funny, I've got really good at video editing. That's uh, worthwhile It's not too. as much fun as sex. You but can you pursue can careers in both. You can do it on your own yes you can do sex on your own yeah I mostly do but well, what are your tips ok I'm going to go like, what were you going to say I was just going to say that I've just worn a rut into my bad habits in sex like one time I accidentally elbowed someone in the face and now every time I have sex I just elbow them harder and harder Oh and it's becoming less and less by accident <laughs> as well get <laughs> off me no one ever told you the first time or reacted negatively towards it. they you. said it was sweet and endearing that I wasn't oh. I think it's nice that you're not very good at it I have sex with so many people that are very good at sex, I think it's cute that you're shit. It's <laughs> so, fresh um, shit, isn't it? it? Yes, but it set me on a terrible course of violence. <laughs> Incremental <laughs> violence. Bloody noses. <laughs> of lots of men around South London. If I see
1: anyone with a bloody nose, I know what's happened.
0: Yeah. Me running down the street after them wrapped a towel around my waist. I'll not come done back, yet. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not finished. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's tip number one. Collect as many gold tokens as you possibly can and put them through the letterbox. Any silver tokens you collect will be deducted from your gold total. Lovely. Ah, right. Uh, Tip number two. Every crystal you've collected counts as five (laughs) seconds inside the crystal dome, so be sure to perform well on the tasks leading up to the final challenge. Uh, Tip number three, uh, sex tip. uh, uh, Crystals can be used to buy out teammates who have been locked inside rooms earlier in the game. To know when to buy out a teammate simply multiply the size of the team by the number of seconds available to give you an amount of man seconds in the dome. Oh my God! For examples, if you retrieve 10 crystals and arrive at the dome with a team of only 5, giving you 250 man seconds inside the dome, it's worth spending a crystal to buy back that last team member as, despite now only having 45 seconds in which to grab tokens, you'll have 270 man seconds. It's most obviously illustrated if you have 5 people and 1 crystal, you would not spend that 1 crystal to buy out your 16 exactly. member. Exactly. You would leaving just... Leaving you with 0 man seconds. It, that, yeah. I, I knew you love that sex tip look <laughs> I'm I'm beginning to think I'm better at sex than I thought I was because i I think it was about eight years ago I made a chart of the man seconds and <laughs> and coloured in every cut, oh. every graph every square cell of the spreadsheet yeah. was green if you should buy your teammate out <laughs> white if it made no difference and red if you shouldn't by your team. I really considered down. making the graph and I started <laughs> thinking about it, You this. don't have to, I made it, it's there. You have to show it to me after the podcast. I need to. Oh my god, we're going to end up having sex again, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That does assume that everyone is equally capable of uh, collecting tokens. Oh, the weighting of individual team members in the sex act yeah, I mean, um, is for... I that, think yeah, There have been episodes it, when someone's been in a wheelchair... It's beyond the remit of this sex tip
1: column. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if, if somebody you're having sex with is not capable enough, He's going to get themselves caught in a mess like that in the first place. Then maybe you don't want them in there with you. Are That's you? true. Because I think, think th- it does denote a degree of, of incompetence,
0: frankly. Do you prefer physical sex, mental sex, skill sex, or mystery sex? Mystery sex. Definitely a mystery sex, because of the skeleton.
1: Guys, I don't want to seem like a prude, but um, have either of you guys ever had the Aztec
0: sex? Oh, I've had... Them. Well, oh, that, that's the thing, big thing about the Aztec sex is that it's compatible with all the other kinds of physical, mental, skill, and mystery. I know, I've you know, just you never, I just you never, know. The forms of sex transcend the zones of sex. The, the erogenous <laughs> zones, mm. which are Aztec, uh, Future. Yes. Uh, underwater, late in a later series. Yes. <laughs> uh, late in a later um, sort of series of sex, yeah. Ice zone. No shit.
1: Let's go back to this, I've got some of yeah, okay. you expert sex. You don't
0: even know all the erogenous zones. Well, I are do are know all the erogenous zones. I've just simply forgotten some of them right now. There are some obsolete zones that yeah. have been oh, superseded. I suppose Steve's mind is so erogenous. Medieval. Medieval, yes. Well, that's clearly been superseded by the ocean. Yes. Which I didn't give me medieval any day. <laughs> uh, sex tip number four. Richard O'Brien will press a button to slowly raise the drawbridge and the water will drain off from the sides and through some holes in the bridge's walkway. He'll ask you to wait as the water drains off and to hold onto the railing. He does this with such regularity as to suggest this is a health and safety measure. Tip number six. After this, (laughs) Richard will press a second button to open a triangular portal on the dome's near side. Walk through this door and hold onto the railing around the dome's interior perimeter. The door will shut and the game enters its ready state. Tip number seven. On the first whistle, you can begin collecting. On the second whistle, you must stop collecting. Tip number nine. Richard O'Brien will shout, Will you start the fans, please? At which point, roughly one quarter of the tokens will lift into the air, while the rest remains stuck to the floor. They all look silver! Tip number 10, the whistle is blown and the game is on. The contestants grab madly at the air, for some reason ignoring all of the tokens that are on the ground, as if the producers had told them prior to recording, look, the fans are a bit shit, just don't grab the ones off the floor. Tip number 11, six people grubbing around on the floor. It's <laughs> no, <that's> not good <laughs> television. No, ignoring ignoring, ignoring that. See, I thought that sounds like great sex, but is it not? <laughs> no, you've got to be jumping up in the air, especially when mm. the cameraman goes in there afterwards to film all the extra bits that they need. Oh, God, I never even thought of that. Tip 11, every five seconds a crystal's light vanishes as its precious energy is sucked away to power the thunderous fans inside the dome. This is actually how the fans are powered. Did you know that Richard O'Brien has a secret extra crystal under the primary panel of crystals that the contestants raised, the power of which is used to raise and lower the drawbridge and open and close the doorway into the dome. That's because just enough power to yeah, do that. Yeah, it's peripheral power. He can do that once and he carries that round with him. <laughs> he can also recharge the crystals as energy after the game show ends. It takes exactly one week to recharge them all to full <laughs> five second capacity. Yeah. When the timer finishes, Richard will blow his whistle and say something reassuring as we cut to a shot, looking upwards from inside the dome as the last few tokens flutter to the ground around the camera. The audio echoes slightly, and this is perhaps the most melancholic scene in all of British game show television. Uh, tip number 13, it's easy for somebody to feel left out when two partners are engaging in, into it and often an exclusionary act of penetration, but there are still ways of keeping everyone happy. Try being fucked from behind on all fours while taking your partner's cock in your mouth. This is called spit-roasting. And those are my sex tips. Excellent. The alternative to spit-roasting is the lucky Pierre, in which case you're getting... In that situation, you're getting done at the bottom while you do someone else at the bottom. That is true. And the Lovely. lucky Pierre being... The man in the middle. The man in the middle. The, the meat in that... Particular sandwich, mm. uh, perhaps less um, less uh, manoeuvrability as you'd expect than that. Is it? No, I think it's entirely possible to spin one hundred and eighty degrees, <laughs> spin, spin, round and <laughs> well, around like the top and bottom layers of a Rubik's cube. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they remain stoically uh, unmoving, and you just spin around, <laughs> chuck wing to yourself. <laughs> yeah. well, oh, there we go.
1: No wonder I spend so much time
0: wanking. I don't fucking know anything about sex. Those, those are some basic. That's a primer. Well I've taken notes. I bet you sing to your penis while you wank, don't, don't you? Yeah, I do. Come along and spit on me. No. It's I'm a... a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't always sing that song. It was <laughs> <laughs> you fade slightly. Because you're laughing at yourself in a way that's a bit indulgent when something wasn't that funny, and also you've run out of ideas of what to say, because that was what I just did. <laughs> Let's do more features.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: hello, would you like another
1: feature? Mm.
0: Yes, please, that would be wonderful. So guys, I've had a bit of a revelation recently. I thought I had a problem. A Resident Evil revelations? (laughs) It's a video games joke. No. Uh, Cadbury's revelation? It's a chocolate joke, oh.
1: No. Um, I've been thinking about buffets a lot recently. I'll buffet the vampire, the vampire Slayer! slayer. <laughs> TV joke! <laughs> I want to change my name to Vampire so I can be Vampire the Buffet Slayer. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that- yeah I'm going <laughs> to throw it out there, you know. Again, I, you know, I'm not one to brag about my sexual providence in a way that uh, Stephen might, but I am very good at buffets. I say very good, I mean I'm like more prolific. I destroy those fuckers, you know, I get in there. And I don't mm, know what, why.
0: You make buffets or consume buffets? I consume
1: buffets. Um, and I don't know why. And I was having a conversation with somebody the other night and it made me question this. And the fact that can kind of go, why? Why do you just eat irresponsibly every time you're faced with a buffet? Um, and I don't know... It doesn't make any sense. Like, I will eat things. I was chatting to this guy and we both agreed that we will eat things that we would usually never eat.
0: Mm. Well, through disgust or just because you'd never seek them out? But a bit of both sometimes. Like, I mean, I... I mean, I think buffets are a great opportunity to just pop a lot of things into your mouth that you wouldn't ordinarily eat because if you're going to have a big meal, you want it to be something you know you like. It's stuff like shit quiche. Like, I would not eat shit quiche. Whoa, edgy buffet. Wow. Edgy (laughs) (laughs) buffet. Not that kind of... My problem, like, the reason why I come away from buffets feeling strange is that I never do a lap of the buffet to see what the buffet is offering. I go, look at you, each item. You do item. that with the buffet to to mark your territory. <laughs> yes. I look at each item as it's presented to me, and I go, hmm, that looks nice. So I'll get, like, oh, like a big slice of melon. That looks nice. A baked potato. Yeah, I want a baked potato. Cereal. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll have some cereal. Then I've got, like, <laughs> gravy with that, sir. <laughs> gravy? Yeah, <laughs> put gravy on the whole thing. I've got some rules. Like, I mean, I don't do...
1: I do sweet after I've done savoury. I don't mix it up first round. I do a wave of savoury, at least one, and then usually, you know, more waves. But then I move on to the sweet stuff. Mm. But it's interesting that you... I'm so glad
0: none of us said wavery just now. I'm so glad that I knew you were thinking it, and me and you both resisted saying it. Fuck that substitute for humour where you concatenate two similar-sounding words. Well done, us.
1: I'm high-fiving you, my brain.
0: I love you. And you know what, reader... Fuck you too if you thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you thought yeah. that, take <laughs> the headphones off. And, <laughs> and go home. No, you're okay thinking it, but if you thought it and then thought, oh, I wish they'd said Wavery then. That's they, it. They yeah. missed a good joke. You're out. Fuck you. You're out. Get out.
1: Get out of our podcast. I'm
0: glad I got that off my yeah. uh, our out. chest. Sorry. I'm sweating now.
1: <laughs> <that>. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got um, but talking of sweating, yes. I mean, like buffets, they, they just get intense. And I, I'm, I've i met somebody the other night who has the same problem with me, and he said, I don't know what it is. I'll go and there'll be like two variations of a ham sandwich, like one on brown bread and one on white bread, and I'll have one of each. And I do that as well, and I don't know what it is. There's something about buffets that is to do with cataloging. I like to know what everything is and what everything is like. And more than just being like, that's a ham sandwich. Uh, but-
0: is that the case even with something where you don't know what the filling is? Yeah. Because I will not eat a sandwich whose, whose filling cannot be identified by eye. If I go mm. to a buffet,
1: I will have <laughs> one of everything there. And that includes all variations of sandwich, okay. all variations of quiche, and anything else that's there. I will I'll have at least one of each thing. And then I'll usually go back and have lots more of the things I like. So it's almost like I'm doing a testing it's round. It's for like a knockout tournament
0: until you just have one final thing of the winning thing in the buffet. <laughs>
1: Pretty much.
0: I got, I go straight for the the big things that look like Marvin the Martian's helmet that you have to roll back. Oh, they're good as well. Yeah, there's always something good in there. It's, be, it, <laughs> be it scrambled eggs. Hash or browns? Or hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a breakfast <laughs> buffet, again. They're trouble as well. Yeah. I
1: try a bit of everything, work out what I like, then I have like a kind of distilled version of the buffet. But then also you have the, the, the second layer of the strategy, which is about competition. So hot food you know it's gonna go first, or you know it's gonna go cold, so you might get on that harder straight away. You might take a, a gamble and get really into those chicken Nothing nuggets. Nothing's hot sometimes. at a
0: buffet. Sometimes, sometimes everything it is. is lukewarm. I've never had any hot food from a buffet. Well those plates lit by two little tea lights. Yeah. Not lit, heated. Warm. Warm as two tea lights. You'd, you'd be surprised how hot it gets under there. Well, when, the you, when you there. crawl in and fall asleep. I've had bad luck with the buffets, it seems. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, I, I was really confused by buffets because I was recently at a funeral. Um, it was uh, my girlfriend's grandma's funeral and it's one of these weird situations where you don't, know, you don't know anyone there, you don't know what you're doing, but then you just end up eating a phenomenal amount of food to the point where you end up actually feeling quite ill, but then you keep eating... And I don't know why I do this, but I... Especially at a fucking... At a funeral. funeral. Yeah. At a funeral. Why would you do that? Eating you your grief. Mindless,
0: eat away your grief. You might have... I just thought... I just, you don't want to vomit on the open <laughs> casket, do <That's> you? A, <laughs> I think it's a
1: combination. I've been thinking about this loads. And I think it's a combination of, A, that my brain likes to kind of try and know about things like i get really stressed out when i go to in an excitable way i get stressed out when i go to like foreign supermarkets because i look around and go oh my god i don't know what any of this stuff is
0: some of the vegetables they've got new vegetables (laughs) (laughs) that you just don't get here weird hybrids
1: (laughs) i just like looking at all the packets and being like what's this what's this what's this trying to find something new um but then it's like it's so pointless it's like i don't need to know what this buffet ham wrap tastes like because i'll never ever have one of these again. Like mm. It's a one-off situation. And yet my brain's like, now nah, we need to know. We
0: need to know Ash. what the best thing here is. It's a good conversation piece for someone you last met at the funeral. Say, oh, do you remember those ham wraps at Shona's funeral? Did you ever I find out where they came from? It yeah, they were they it was was very a good nice. spread. It was a good spread. I must, I must find out who made that. She would have liked it. <laughs> yeah, she, she might, I, I just pop one in a little mouth and shut the jaw shut treat for the afterlife do you know Who the catering <laughs> is is it whether they go to the funeral home or did they do it themselves they say you can't That's take
1: you it know. with you but she'll take that sausage roll with her <laughs> oh she knew <laughs>
0: she'd have it she'd have it in the coffin there with her now <laughs> and you know sometimes the body doesn't constrict at the last minute. So I like to think that in the last moments the gas is moving around the body it might have clamped her jaw shut. And made her have one last chew. <laughs> <laughs> Simulacrum of chewing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So maybe it's the fact that you've got this. I'm huge sorry about that. No, oh, was so close your girl, to your girlfriend. No, it was my girlfriend's grandma. Oh my god! There you go. No, it's fine. It was <laughs> close to her, but I didn't really know oh, at all. Still, she might listen to the podcast and hear us play acting her grand body oh, no, chewing I didn't, up cocktails. I didn't think that. No, up no, no, I thought it, so. it was just a
1: generic a um, um, funeral, but now I'm hugely offended. Shit. Anyway, God,
0: um we've gone too fast, Steve. I know this has been edgy all from the outset, but we, we really are pushing. <laughs> this is worse the, than the or volcanoes volcanoes no. guys, this is a real
1: human woman who had a lot to give the world.
0: <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I'm purposefully making you feel very uncomfortable. Oh. Anyway, buffets. 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 So the other thing is, I think maybe that maybe it isn't just this weird archi- archiving thing. Maybe it's the fact that when you have buffets. They're usually weird social occasions. So there's like someone's birthday or a funeral. Often you're there as an... Because the reason you have a buffet is because you know you're going to have loads of people. And you've had loads of people, chances are you're not going to know... Like a lot of the people aren't going to know each other very well. like They're going to be like quite distant. And so I think it's partly that you feel Convers- awkward.
0: So conversation, pause pop a little sausage It's just in.
1: comfort food. It's Maybe it's just like, I feel I feel awkward, what can I do? There's nothing to do here. I'll just eat 16 sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that somehow makes you feel better. But I kind of almost got in
0: trouble with my girlfriend about it because <laughs> so I you're, ate- you're making a fucking pig of yourself. <laughs> 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 Shoveling <laughs> cocktail sausages while people are crying around you. I went back if, like, You just shrugged wordlessly because you couldn't speak through all the ham and bread.
1: I was saved by her brother, actually, who was... Uh, just <laughs> the bad. Heimlich manoeuvre. <laughs>
0: <Just, just> standing <laughs> up during a eulogy, <laughs> shuffling <laughs> along the pew. I'd just like to say thanks. He, did, he literally did save my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> that did stop me from
1: choking on 18 chicken goujons.
0: Um, so how did he save you, though?
1: Well, no, he saved me by being just as bad as me, oh, to right. a point. But then I just kept going back for more chicken goujons. I think the third factor so in the this... The
0: goujons are the ones that you settled on in the end as the sort Yes, of they
1: were the best thing. But also yeah. they were hot, so I wanted to get on them before they went cold. And there was a large amount of them. And then this is the third part of my, my deadly problem I have with buffets is the fact that I was brought up by... Uh, quite a northern family. My, my grandma in particular was from Stanley Bridge, which was from a mining town, and she very heavily hammered into me, you don't leave a dirty plate. And I don't leave a dirty plate now, but it means I have to actually be careful about what I put on my plate in the first place, because otherwise I will eat more food than I can eat.
0: But you do have to realise that in a buffet situation, you it's are not worst. solely responsible for all the food and in I the feel, room. I feel,
1: I feel like we collectively are. I feel like, but the problem is, no one else feels like that. So it's largely my burden.
0: So your hmm. is your idea of social responsibility to, is to eat everything. <laughs> yes. Nice Buff- one, Matt. <laughs> 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 buffet companies don't want to come away with an empty buffet. That means people were probably left wanting. For cocktail sausages and goujons. Yeah. So people, want... people a bit later go, oh, I'm just getting my second sausage wind now. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh. No, there's oh, no less. gutsy that... lees has had it all. <laughs> like, uh, at, <laughs> at the end
1: of the night, I had to have a bit of a lie down. I suddenly just sort of deflated and went into a very strong food coma. And my girlfriend was like, well, how many She said, "How many chicken goujons did you eat? And I was like, "I've about 14. <laughs> 14. <laughs> but the worst thing was, at the end of the day, I didn't like the fact they were packing it all away. And oh, and they they said, "Oh come on!" Like because they were like you know very nice, uh, sort of dinner lady style people being like, "Oh come on, you can't we can't leave all well, somebody you guys some of you take it home." And I said, "All right, I'll take a few things." I'll just
0: take twenty five goujons with me. Well, no. I Anything didn't want that, that doesn't get eaten gets given to the homeless, and you don't want to encourage them, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all rubbing their hands outside, <laughs> 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 Face pressed against the window, Vulture. Oh, that's
1: horrible, isn't it? At a funeral, You don't want that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But they were like, oh, we'll bundle you some stuff up. And then they kept being like, oh, well, give you, give you some of these, give you some, of this, give you some more of these. And they kept saying, oh, you're a growing lad, you're a growing lad. I'm like, I'm not a growing lad,
0: I'm 30 years old. Like, You'll be bloody growing if you eat 40 chicken goujons on the reg. Ah. <laughs> on the reg.
1: <laughs> is, is that one of our official abbreviations? Now? so, yeah. Greg okay. Feach. Get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Doing it on the reg. It's <laughs> a not nice. you spell that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I went home with about 20 cheese straws and about another 10 chicken gujons. But the weird thing was, the spell of the buffet, this magical kind of entrapment that had caught me, continued the next day. We stayed at a little hotel in the morning. I woke up, and I took the little foil-wrapped pack of now-cold goujons from the mini food bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I ate them for breakfast! And then I felt ill again. You're in a hotel, they have breakfast buffets. I know, I had them before I, breakfast. I would have taken them to the hotel breakfast buffet and just dropped them in a little dish. Again, I, I was Just worried. let other people have their fill. No, mm.
1: I was worried that if I didn't eat them soon, they'd become inedible and it would be a waste. I had to be very careful with
0: having well, too much food. I think the idea of the food going off is slightly overplayed by the panic police. And that's how I got a five in my Food Standards Agency report. <laughs> I just literally open packets, hammer Yeah, own. five. Got a five, yeah. That's good, that. It's not bad, is it? Is that in your pub? Yeah. I don't want to say that we had. Have- advance warning of two days so I had a chance to sort my shit out because that might encourage them to come and fucking visit us again yeah. no no we're, we're a good place we're, I guess we're you're very, also we're very you,
1: hygienic you wouldn't want to take this uh, opportunity to say please do visit the King Billy in Nottingham it's a great pub why don't you come
0: to the King Billy pub if you give us two days notice we can make you a sanitary <laughs> cob <laughs> that's, a, that, that, the that, that, that's, that's a joke we are very sanitary <laughs> food standards is a joke food, food, yeah. food standards is not a joke food oh, sand- no, that no. is a joke take Comma, food, standards food standards agency <laughs> we take it very seriously at Apple.
1: food settings in the King Billy are a fucking joke <laughs> <laughs> a five is the biggest
0: you can have it most is. I is it's very good
1: after one of the live podcasts we did when I woke up and no one was around and I was hungover, I snuck into the kitchens of the King Billy and they were very clean as I then Filled my face with <laughs> illicit pork pies <laughs> and rolled your hair around on all the chopping boards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pulled a palmful of pubes out and jammed it into my stilton.
1: <laughs> Individually kissed every chunk of cheese. It was a good morning. I had a great time. Anyway, I, I realized last night when I was talking to this guy about how he also has exactly the same problem with buffets as me um, that I'm not alone. And so I thought I'd reach out to the readers and I got some uh, some basically some feedback. I said, What have you done? What, bad times what is the with buff- deal with buffets? Bad times with buffets. So we've got Luke Summerhays, who was at a birthday party for an uncle. Again, it's this sort of weird detached thing. You don't really know anyone that well. He said, nobody else had even procured a paper plate yet. And I was eating the sort of meal a villainous character in Lord of the Rings would consume just to make you hate them. And, oh my God, his missus shouted, that's way too much. Leave some for other people. And I can't believe the next thing she said. She said, you're not even family.
0: Oh, oh, fuck you. So it was obviously his girlfriend's so uncle cool or something. Whoa. Shit. You're not even family. That is fucking disgusting behaviour. He says, suffice to say, I, I didn't hate sleep with hers them. that night. So. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well done, man. He
1: actually had such a fallout, a buffet-related fallout. But I'm glad it's not just me that gets taken over by this evil magic.
0: And you know what? He should have gotten another pile of food on a plate and Snapchatted himself fucking <laughs> into his girlfriend that night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, no. fucking Guglions, man. I'm not up for that. Not up for that. And I like but, them.
0: I will say, that's also... Our readers are very good at providing... When Gav did that in the monosode, when Gav had his sort of people writing their bad first dates, I thought, fucking well written. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't know Readers are good at that. Yeah. They, they pick up on the... They're just good. Yeah. I think more well, done, you chaps. Yeah. Over the years, That our readers are awesome. I bet none of you thought that fucking wavery thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Anyway, Joe Nelson, he uh, he apparently a bit of an expert. He, he likes to kind of cap off any any buffet with a very large quantity of, of the desserts. I understand that as well. In my younger mm-hmm. days, particularly, he was at one point caught because um, he also does it a bit of a stealth manner, just tries to sneak up. I, I understand that as well. It does become a bit of like guerrilla
0: warfare. Well, actually, I'm, I've I've been fat than I am now, but when I was at my fattest, I used to. Be very shy of buffets. I'd still go to them. I'd still go and fucking get my fill, but I'd be so embarrassed about going up or being seen to stack my plate too high that I'd do like three sweep buys of the shallow plate and um, go to make sure different people saw me every time. <laughs> I come by with the with a gradual marks yeah. glasses and moustache and nose, it, it, <laughs> and just patting my tummy as though hungry, <laughs> and, and, and just go, oh a buffet every time.
1: <laughs> then Joe was caught with six croissants on his plate by a little girl who then went back to her family and pointed at him, which was a... That's kind of a mild faux pas, but we've all been there. I like that. Could have been
0: getting croissants for his table. Maybe he had a six, oh, think, five friends. French he, yeah, friends. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: right. If you had to battle for that. You yeah. should just immediately go, Hold oh, they're not all for me. Not all for me. Even stupid a little girl. They are. You <laughs> sound
0: <He's laughs> I don't have to answer to
1: you, you stupid little girl. <laughs> Hayden Taylor, um, uh, kind of this is uh, this really spoke to me. You know, it's like Alcoholics Anonymous. This I loved getting all his emails today, like people going into quite in-depth, hmm. long paragraphs about the problems they have with buffets. And he said that he'd been through several layers of it. He'd eaten all the good stuff. He'd gone through the goujon stage, and then he got to the point where he was only pot pies and he had some of them. But then he'd gone off and been drinking, and then he came back after after a few beers. He was hungry again. And there wasn't really anything left, so he polished off what was there. And then when he was leaving, they, they pulled the same trick as they pulled on me, of being like, oh, we can't leave all this food. Take some of it, take some of it. You're a strapping mm-hmm. lad. Gave him a large bag of pickled onions. Oh, fucking oh, Wow. He what? said he,
0: he used to laugh. A carrier bag full of pickled onions with the vinegar dripping through the two holes at the bottom. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> I think it may have been something like that. He said it was a funeral of a distant relative. Again, I think I always overeat massively when I'm in weird social situations. I'm pretty sure this may not have been documented, but I'm I'm... I'm confident this is as much of a phenomenon as like crying on planes when watching movies or something. I'm sure Mm. that weird funerals and buffet disasters are are pretty linked. Um, But he ended up eating these pickled onions when he got home and being sick everywhere and just doesn't like pickled onions anymore. Which is grim. Miles Hayner once stuffed his coat pockets full of Pizza Hut ice cream factory sweet toppings and then they fell out as he was leaving. Which is uh, not so much a buffet, it's more theft.
0: (laughs) Leaving the... Uh, (laughs) Leaving the Pizza Hut detectives to follow the train of MMs all the way back <laughs> to his house. <laughs>
1: he described it as being more of a slow motion explosion of like licorice. Apparently most he's still on licorice and he doesn't even like licorice. Oh. So that's just, just that's just theft, mate.
0: No, he paid for as many toppings as he liked. That's true. Mm. That is true. Well that there's, leaves. There's no speech. there's no small print in that put in that transaction. That's true, actually. Um, it's I, like I, walking into Starbucks, buying a coffee, uh, Grabbing the coffee island and dragging it out the door. <laughs> all of this belongs to me now. The now, weapons, <laughs> sugar, little sticks to twirl things around. I'm filling the recycling <laughs> hole with the money from the till. <laughs> just going after God. I'm taking this. There were a couple of
1: people who did say that they had been asked to leave buffets because they were taking advantage of the system. All-you-can-eat mm. buffets, anyway. Um, Bertie Graham fantastic name Bertie <laughs> Bertie what did you do Bertie well Bertie Bertie at a family friend's 50th birthday party once ate what can only be described as an unfathomable amount of buffet coleslaw <laughs> <laughs> oh, just gosh, the, the coleslaw man <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish he'd given me more information but I'd love to know if it was just that's that.
0: similar to me like, I think if I ever gorge on a buffet I find one thing I like and I just eat yeah. loads of it like, yeah, that's- geez, like too much of it best way there's always something nice like always open top ham sandwiches are just always fucking delicious mm.
1: and you know what though coleslaw you're exactly. not ashamed to,
0: if you're not saying you've got your ham on display it's nice ham
1: that's true there's, <laughs> that's <laughs> good yeah. logic yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ham
0: goes right to the edge of the bread as well <laughs> it's it's not just just up, up <laughs> against the diagonal you could do
1: a TV show just about ham like how clean is your house
0: how clean is your ham How <laughs> how pink and juicy oh never mind
1: but uh, yeah, I mean, coleslaw is one of those things that can easily be grim, but when it's good, it's fucking good. So I'm with you on this, Bertie. And he says, then that evening, I proceeded to empty my digestive system of that coleslaw all over the sheets of my hotel bed. And then he says, via my mouth. Oh, in brackets.
0: It was a question on all of our lips. In brackets, it then says, sorry, log. <laughs> <laughs> it's got your number. Oh. <laughs> I dare say it wouldn't be coleslaw if I came out the other end. Hey, speaking of which. Yeah. I did my first ever proper shit myself this week. Really? Did you? Yeah, I've been slightly ill and I was picking Stuart up from the station. And I got out of the car to, because it was a lovely warm day. And I saw people getting off the train and coming up the stairs. I did a fart and shit my pants properly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you think this is a kind of post-surgery sort of recovery thing? Oh, I don't think it, I think my surgery is probably properly recovered now. I no, think I've just no. got a stomach bug.
1: No, but sometimes because it affects because of the drugs they give you and stuff around the, the, yeah, the, the in and the stuff. It It'll it will be related to digestive system for a little while. Oh yeah, well that not, that's probably a person
0: it. But... Who goes around just farting and shitting themselves? Well, but you I, are. I, no, you're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not because not when not when have, you're I, not I, ill. I, well, I'm the kind of person who, if they do do it, they can't stop telling people about it. Yeah. I mean, from shame to telling people about it that day was about a three hour window. Right. But the best thing about it was if you shit yourself outside your car, you're you're kind of in trouble because you've got to get in your car and drive. Oh. And I didn't want to tell us to about Stuart about it immediately because it's a bit like you shit your pants, your heart immediately sinks a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure you're aware. And also, when you first meet someone, whether it be a boyfriend or a friend, if the first thing you say to them is negative, and it just creates a dour mood for the rest of the conversation. You set the tone of the first thing you tell them. Yeah. You know, Hi. Hey, how's it going? I just myself. What did you have a nice journey? with me. Shut up and get in. I <laughs> need to leave.
1: I've shit myself. Yeah.
0: Well, just the, the lucky about it, I've just been shopping at uh, the local wholesale, so I, I looked through the window of the car... I saw a large bottle of water that I bought to drink and a a packet of a hundred serviettes. Wow. wow. Everything I needed to do a bit of a mop-up before Stuart came off the train. So what I did, I I opened it up, I jammed about a fistful of about five three-ply serviettes, only the best serviettes at my pub. You Mm -hmm. simply must come Mm -hmm. to the King Billy. (laughs) Um, But not those ones. I I did discard the packet, the entire (laughs) packet. (laughs) Well, I th- the problem is once you've had a shit all over uh, your hand, then put the hand back in the packet. You can't be sure. That is there that's f- food standards. That is food five standards. star rating. That is
1: such attention to safety. Yeah, it's I, like fucking the Alton Towers. I think
0: I think if I had been serving food with shit spattered serviettes, that would have knocked me down to a four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, so I, I did that. Pulled it out. Got a. It was full. And in disgust, I threw it onto the floor at my feet, where it started flapping around in the wind. You were very upset. Oh, I was a it so. Then I had to start washing my hands with the water, then realised that I'd still probably needed to do more wiping with more serviettes, mm-hmm. pull more out. It was three cycles of that. Every time I washed my hands, knowing it was, a, oh, no, I've not finished there yet. I might run out of water. And um, in the end, when Stuart did come, he looked down and said, Why's your bottle cap on the floor? And the bottle cap was right next to a shit-covered serviette that he just assumed wasn't mine. Uh, (laughs) Because why would he assume that? I think he was asking an indirect (laughs) (laughs) question. But I do like the...
1: That changes so much of being like, hey, how's it going? I just shit myself, we need to leave. To being like, how's it going? I just shit myself, but it's all clean now. Let's go. Let's go (laughs) out. Let's have fun. I've got so many more
0: questions for you. Just Why are your hands all wet? Oh, you know, messy drinker. Um, I'm such a messy drinker. (laughs) You know know me. It's one of the things you said when when we first met. You said it was endearing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Oh. let's go and have a drink oh, I'm so glad it happened because I'm, because if not what would I be talking about right now I didn't shit myself something else come <laughs> on I've got some pizza express coupon. <laughs> oh, I'll carry on sorry well, I mean,
1: I'll finish it off with it's sort of in a similar line uh, to it's yours uh, I like how ambiguous this one is Paddy Maxson again good, good name I once ate an all you can eat thing with self serve soft serve ice cream that's a hell of a have a thing to say. Self-serve, soft-serve. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ate so like much... Like a 99 Whippy. Like a Mr Whippy. Mr Whippy. And uh, talking to Mr Whippy, he says, I ate so much soft-serve that I committed several litres of pink goo, which I don't know He about. what? It's several m- meters. He says... Oh, uh, uh, I can only read you what he wrote. He says, like I, like, I committed, committed several litres of pink goo. As in committed
0: like a crime, or you committed to devouring? I don't know. I or thought. emitted...
1: I kind of thought he'd just written in a weird way that <laughs> several litres of pink goo had come out of his arse. But maybe that was just me putting words into his brain. Because
0: uh, there's that oily goo that they put in the top of the McDonald's machines that I saw once and it? it made me never have a McDonald's milkshake again. Mm. It's probably where they put also in the Coke, yes when the Coke machine spits out Coke syrup and soda water in, like, in a ratio, screens, doesn't yeah, it? it? Yeah. 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 So what's going on, why can't you just give me some coke? Because it's cheaper.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah. the man. Yeah. So watch out for that. <laughs> we have things, uh, to watch out. <laughs> things to watch out for. So we've told you how to have sex, we've told you not advice. to go to funerals, and we've told you not to drink cocoa from McDonald's. And we've told you that Log <laughs> shits himself.
0: Yeah, that's my first proper one. These are a few of our favourite things. Om de little om de lie, om de little de lie. Hello. I used to come around here looking for features. I uh, have in a while. Well, it's because I had my fill of features, but I've run out. Do not have any regular features? I well, just listen to this. Thank you. Hello. Time for the feature from me, then. Uh, I know about you, but I'm a big fan of... Oh, I keep feeling stealing your features. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I just... It's, it's a just subtly yeah. common. You just use a common thing, and it's not yeah. a thing that I've really... i. It's the repetition of my use of it that you're allowed to say it every now and then. No, so. no. You need to go one th-
1: lock You need to work on your, your self-branding. You spent so long trying to brand your part. But thinking Billy, which is not covered in shitty napkins. Mm. The
0: thing is, Steve's is such a natural phrase. I'm sure we've all used it naturally. Yeah. yeah. You're the only one who's committed to it being a bit. But and you now you've think, yeah. now you've taken the um, words right out of my mouth. You need to bend over the back. Must backwards. have been while I was kissing you with your Tongue right down the (laughs) back of my neck. Because that's where I keep my words. Anyway. F F is your feature or boot. Well, I just fucking love songs. And what do I I like more than songs? Songs in which the protagonist or the true love of the protagonist is dead or a ghost and the ghost is singing to the protagonist. Do songs have protagonists or do they have singers? I think it's a protagonist. Basically, I like songs like Tell Laura I Love Her in which the, the Have you heard that song? Nope. No. Well, the chorus is Tell Laura I Love Her.
1: Sing it for us.
0: Tell Laura I Love Her bom bom bom, bom. <laughs> tell <laughs> laura i need her bom bum, bum, tell laura not to cry my love for her will never die but like me yeah. i'm dying oh, yes. i'm dying right now after a car crash <gasps> he, he he was meant to meet laura that day but he said he'd got something he had to do um, that, that, that thing he had to do was a car race oh no and um pfft, Dave no Andrews. one could explain that day how his car flipped, mm-hmm. and um, fatally. So, and... um lead have died. A number of these songs. Oh, well, there's lots There's lots of songs, yeah. There's is, um, is Cats in the Cradle one? Well, I think that's one. There's, there's one called, Johnny, remember me. And that's... Oh. And then Johnny sings, I'll always remember. And it's just... This genre of songs in the 50s and 60s in which um, people died a lot, like Leader of the Pack, you surely know that one. Oh, yeah. I'm the leader, the I'm the leader. <laughs> that's I'm a the naughty the version. Of pack. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> that's when I fell far, the leader of the pack. <laughs> it's all fascinated about this. It all seems to be really? scary tales the, of Racing myths. for pink slips around death corner. Well, that's, it always seems to be um, cautionary tales for youths who are too committed to... Um, a life mm-hmm. of um, on the wrong side of the tracks, maybe. Right. We, like, we listen to, uh, to a lot of beach boys when we we're on holiday, we and they're always singing about getting in daddy's car and, they going are. and driving around and being up to all sorts well, of things. Well, the girls
1: are around and I'm in my daddy's car mm-hmm. and we're driving. <laughs> Having, surfing <laughs> on my Cadillac
0: <laughs> and being dangerous people standing girls. on the roof even
1: though we're driving down the
0: motorway <laughs> honestly the
1: Beach Boys their life uh, sounded pretty
0: fucking tedious
1: jumping yeah, was... in the bushes and approaching dangerous dogs <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: they were, they were mad and probably dead now I think Brian Wilson's still around but he's not right is he <laughs> oh. I've heard wheel him
1: wheeling out for concerts in a way which isn't much fun for anybody yeah,
0: not the wheels he's used to let <laughs> me tell you but yeah but it all it all seems to be kind of cautionary tales for you to stop and saying maybe you need to stop doing all this dangerous stuff like riding cars maybe you need things to deter you it's like yeah. or it's else like, you'll have an awesome love song written about you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so basically i want to hit the charts I don't have any musical style. Do you want to try and do music along with it? Is that how this might work? Uh, it might be difficult if we don't know what the, anything Maybe, about song you I think you'll get a What's measure. Of the, you'll get a measure of the rhythm after the first two verses. I think. Sandy was as beautiful as can be. Her gigantic eyes, so pretty and green, and her heart was true, forever true to Johnny. Johnny. Johnny was trouble, or so it said, sleeping rough on the streets with motorbikes in his head. But everyone knew his heart belonged to Sandy. Sandy. The moon hung low that fateful night. Johnny climbed into an ornamental cannon and went to sleep so tired he never knew of the plans for the following day. The following day, the mayor was going to fire that cannon, unaware that there was a man in to celebrate the centenary of the town's beloved tram network. Beloved <laughs> tram network. Sandy was the mayor's only child. Her features comely and her manner mild. She was thrilled when Daddy asked her to do her bit. Do her bit. Er- When when the time came, Daddy handed her a flare. She lit the flues. She lit the fuse, blissfully unaware. The, tra- the, the trajectory for a man of Johnny's weight and shape, should such a man be asleep inside the cannon, would land him squarely in the municipal <laughs> spike pit. In the uh, municipal we spike pit. You can't sing along with this when you're doing your joke overwritten no longer fits within the sentence structure. I'm going with it and
1: try, frankly.
0: There's, only two, like there's only two more joke overwritten <laughs> things. Then exactly. it goes into proper rhythm. Okay. Johnny woke with a start that fateful morn. At the speed of sound, he shot into the dawn. And his eyes met Sandy. They seemed to say, I thought you told me it was an ornamental cannon. <laughs> as he shrank into the murder filled cloud, Sandy looked back and muddled aloud. As sad and shocked as I am at what's happening, I definitely said ceremonial. Not ornamental, it's a ceremonial cannon. <laughs> The two can be very similar, very, yeah, you thing. can sort of they occupy the same brain space for some Naturally. who aren't thinking and, very straight because they're climbing into cannons. I don't think, if anything, that's the true moral of the story. Yeah. As Johnny stopped and gasped for air, he saw his true love running to him down there. He called out a warning, but his words didn't reach the earth. Running to meet Johnny at the end of a weird Sandy tripped and fell into that damn snake pit. Johnny wept and said, well, I guess I'll be with her soon enough. The big fat mayor screamed and wailed into the pit, into his daughter's entrails. And I guess that cannon must have been pointed slightly the wrong way. Because Johnny missed that hole of terror and landed instead upon the mayor. That fat old man was a cushion to Johnny that day. <laughs> oh, that's really good, actually. <laughs> As Sandy's last life ebbed away, Johnny... Sw- Sorry... As Sandy's last life ebbed away, Johnny could have sworn he heard her say these words before her eyes shut one last time. Now, Johnny, you've got to live for two because I'm going to be an angel soon. (laughs) I want Sandy to be the name of your fastest bike. (laughs) Paint my face upon your saddle and imagine I'm licking you as you kick your pedal. (laughs) That bit between your arse and balls I like. (laughs) Oh, it's a beautiful oh, song. It is beautiful. I was going to, I ran out of time today writing that. I was going to write a bit where he won loads of races in my, with, with, with <laughs> right the ghost being rimmed by the ghost of his girlfriend.
1: I, I think the way it touches, is, the way it ends is quite touching.
0: Okay. Just
1: remember me licking you on that bit between your balls and your arsehole that I like. Yeah.
0: That's something we can all relate to. Yeah. yeah I agree.
1: on that for good fun. that. I'm up all night get features. I'm up all night get
0: features. I'm up all night get, get features. That was, that was the, the end of the podcast. That was the end. That was the end of the podcast. We all have some fun. I did. Did you have some fun? Yes. If you liked what you not just what you heard, but everything before that, then you can support the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash regular features. You can
1: literally give us money to do this nonsense. Or if you don't have money or don't want to give us money, go on iTunes, give us a five star review, give us a little written review. Tell, yeah. tell somebody you love about it in a, in a yeah. passionate way, perhaps after you just had fantastic sex with mm. all with all 13, 14 crystals.
0: Yes. Oh. Tell your mother, tell your father, and then bark it to your dog in the language of wolves. <laughs> or if you
1: just buy video games, you can go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features, click on faces, and then we get a cut of the money does, whatever guys. you buy. And I'm going to say,
0: all that stuff involves you spending money, and I still think that if you just rate and review us on iTunes it'll get us back up into that top fucking new and noteworthy list. Come on, do it you little shit. So we yeah, get always this for fucking now. cost you nothing. Always highlighting new podcasts. What's wrong with old podcasts like us? Old podcasts what? put the time in. We're going the distance. Yeah. Yeah, as if like fucking infinite monkey cage needs to be advertised. Everyone yeah. fucking knows about that. Oh, oh, Brian! Oh, have you ever heard of Brian Cox? Ooh. Which one? There's two Brian Coxes now. Uh, That's uh, it. Anyone I, heard of the Nerdist? Fuck it? you, Chris right. Hardwick. Seriously, no. Yeah. T- take your headphones. You fucking out. jock of a nerd, you prick. Stop I the really podcast. don't like Chris Hardwick? Go
1: on iTunes. <laughs> give us a bloody review right now. Stop what you're doing. I don't care if you're going to lose your job. I don't care.
0: Do it. And then tell your boss he's a fucking prick.
1: Yeah, he is a fucking prick.
0: <laughs> Push him out of the Especially fucking... if you work for Chris Hardwick. Yeah. I didn't tell that guy to he's go got, jump in a lake. He's got that coming to him. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you're Chris Hardwick, we'd love to be on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, Really good. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.